What's up, it's your boy Kenneth Brady. This is Positive Minds Only Podcast, and we're streaming live. It's Thursday, December 27th. Uh, how was everyone's holiday? Mine was alright. Uh, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but my children did. So, hopefully they got what they wanted. Hopefully your kids got what they wanted. My issue with Christmas is people only celebrate it because it's a holiday and it's their time to give. But they don't give the whole year. They wait till the end of the year to buy the kid shit. Like, don't be fake with the shit. If you're going to do something, do it all the time, not just for one day. <laughs> for real. That's, that's why I don't celebrate Christmas or other holidays because they're man-made. I just came to the conclusion that Jesus and Santa Claus are the same person. Jesus just came over to America, changed his name to Santa Claus, got old, got fat, grew a beard. That's who Santa Claus is. Like my Gigi say, Jesus is going to come back like a thief in the night. Well, Santa Claus comes like a thief in the night, basically. He knows when you've been bad or good. Like, it's all the same. But that's another story. This is part three of 2247 Wisconsin Street. This is the last episode on that because this podcast was meant for positive minds only and need to speak to you guys about the law of attraction spiritual awakenings like just some woke shit this what i'm doing with this 2247 wisconsin street uh section is personal it's a personal thing it's something i wanted to get out off my chest put it into the i don't know fuck it whatever this is the last episode and anybody who don't like what I'm saying, oh well. This is my shit. If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But don't talk behind my back saying I shouldn't say the things that I say. Because you're scared to tell your story. I ain't scared to tell, to tell my story. Like, it's my story. I want to put it out there. Like, no matter who's in it, I'm going to say what I want to say. Whether that goes from family members, friends, like, Enemies, I don't give a fuck. This is my podcast. Excuse my language, but this is part three. Hopefully, I can stick to the same, not timeline, but y'all know I'll be going off the subjects and uh, all this and that. But hopefully, we can start it and go smoothly. I don't know how long this is going to take, but who cares? It's going to take however long it's going to take. Most of y'all don't even listen to the shit till, till when it gets to the end anyway. So, oh well. But this, I'm starting off in 2015. 2015 is when I left North Carolina and I moved back to Indiana. This was March. March when I got on the bus. The Greyhound from North Carolina. That bus was like 36 hours in the cold. I ain't had no coat. I ain't had no money really. Like it was, I had to start over. And the reason I had to start over, if you didn't listen to the last few episodes, is because I was in a, a toxic relationship. Uh, I, I didn't have anything. Like 2013, 2014 was like my lowest making money years, period. I think actually in 2013, I probably, I didn't even make $6,000 that year. Yeah. It's fucked up, right? A grown man not even making $6,000. When I tried to file taxes, I didn't even get the child tax credit because I didn't make that much money. But 
that's another story. Anyways, 2015, I decided that I'm, I'm leaving my wife. I have to. I can't take my kids with me because, like I said, when we, I was moved from North Carolina to Indiana, it was the winter time. And the weather in North Carolina ain't that cold. So we didn't have to wear coats that year. So I didn't even have a coat. So I couldn't bring my kids with me because they would have been getting sick or who knows. Because that bus ride was hell in itself. So I paid all the bills where my wife was and my kids was. Uh, she had two vehicles. She had a van. And she had like this car that I just bought her when we got our taxes. She had clothes. She let her tell it that I just abandoned my family. But let me tell it, no. I was in a toxic relationship. She was a toxic person. Everybody in North Carolina who I was around were like toxic people to me. Not saying they are bad people, but they just wasn't meant to be in my life. It was all meant, well, I ain't gonna say they wasn't meant to be in my life for a reason because everything happens for a reason. But I learned my lesson in 2015 when I decided to leave and start over. So when I get to get back to Gary, Indiana, I don't have a job, don't have no car, don't have money, but uh, at least I have a place to stay. I'm living with my grandma. I'm sleeping on the couch, 25 years old. Yeah, like I was one of those people who was still sleeping on the couch as a grown man. But who cares? Most people don't have a place to sleep at all. Like I know a lot. I, don't, I ain't gonna say I know people, but I see people every day who sleep under a tent or under their bikes and have a blanket over them. Like, I see this shit every day. So, I wasn't in the worst of situations, but I had to start over with nothing. I got my life back on track within those first couple, I'm going to say three months. I started working. I uh, started working at a marathon as a cook. And I was making, how much was I making? Probably like 10, 10 22 an hour. That was the most I had been getting paid previous in all my other years, so it was a big jump for me. But still, it wasn't nothing. Like, for real. 10.22 or 10.40, either 10.22 an hour or 10.40 an hour. It was one or the other. I don't even know why I'm making a big deal out of the change. It wasn't even like it was $11 or so, but still. I, I had never made that much in my life before, so it was a jump for me. And I finally got my car. I got I got myself back together within those first six months. I got a job, got a car, got a new cell phone. Like just I started over period. I didn't have a place. I was still living with my grandma, but I was helping her with the bills. So technically, I was doing what I was supposed to do. Be doing. Not to mention, she, my ex-wife, would steal money from me. Every time I would get paid, like, she was robbing my shit. Like, and I, I knew why she was doing it, but I didn't understand how because she wasn't the smartest. She wasn't the smartest. Let me just put it that way. Like, she wasn't the type that can just come up with something to, to scam, scam me. So she had somebody in her ear telling her what she needed to do. But... That was that. I ended up taking care of that situation. Fast forward to 2016, I end up leaving Ameristar and I go to trucking school in Miami. 
I was in, I was there for like a month, thirty days. It was hot as shit. And I don't know if y'all listened to my past episode. I think episode two, where I said I wanted to be a truck driver in like 2013, but my ex-wife didn't want that to happen. 2016, I actually go to trucking school and I fucking become a truck driver. So kudos to myself for accomplishing a goal, even though it took three years, but I still accomplished that goal. Uh, I met some cool people out there. A shout out to my nigga Dez DVIC. He's from Miami. And he a rap. He dope as shit. Y'all should go check him out. But shout out to him. Uh, I was out there for a month. Every day it was hot as shit. It would rain, but then it would come back to being hot. That's why I'm like, I can never move to Miami. Like, fuck that shit. That, that weather ain't for me. I like hot weather, but not that kind of hot. See, the Vegas weather is like, it's kind of different. That Miami weather, that heat, that's, I can't do that. But I end up becoming a truck driver. Uh, crazy thing is, that shit only lasted about three months. <laughs> like, I had a job out of school, but that job, I, I can't even lie, that shit didn't even last three months. I started working for Snyder in August, and I had got lay it off or terminate it in like October. Yeah. Because I did an illegal U-turn. Like I ain't crashed nothing. Well, I crashed a couple of times. Like I ain't crashed nobody's car or nothing. I, I just hit shit like truck driving that shit is hard as fuck. But I did it. I still can do it, but I don't want to. Like I realized truck driving ain't meant for me. Even though it was a goal of mine, it's just I knew I could make a lot more money through becoming a truck driver. And I knew I ain't had to pay for schooling for it. So I'm like, why not do it? So that lasted only three months. And then that's when I went back to Ameristar and I became a dealer. Now this time, this is when I'm me and Andrew are talking. Around December of 2016, we started talking. And I had, like I said, I had always crushed on her back in high school, which was like seven to eight years prior to that for, for me actually saying something to her. And she was already working at Maristar. She was already working there before me, before the, when I first got there in 2015, she was there. And I, I was a cook, so I would see her every day. And I'm like, dang, she is, like, she's beautiful. Like, Angel, she is like one of the most beautiful women. Ever. And that's to me. I don't give a fuck what y'all think, but that's to me. I ain't the perfect. Like, let me get back to my story. Anyways, but we ended up talking and we started dating 2017. January 2017. January 1st. That's when we started dating. And 2017 was one of... It wasn't... Hmm, how can I put 2017? 2017 was like a deceitful year for me. Like I was doing some negative shit, but hey, we'll get to that to this story. I will get to that section. This is a uh, like I said, this podcast is me being completely honest with you guys. Like so, y'all may have your perception of me from the things that I tell you from my podcast, but just understand, like I'm a person who's been through so much shit. 
I have learned so much about myself. And in that process, I've made many, many mistakes, plenty of mistakes. But back to the story. January, when we started dating, uh, we moved in together in March. We still, we both were still working at Ameristar. This is the time I'm a dealer and she's a security guard. She ends, we end up getting pregnant. Well, not me, but she, but we're one. So that means we, we end up getting pregnant. And I ain't gonna lie. I was a little, I was a cheater. <laughs> if that's the best way to put it. Like, I don't know how I was trying to put it. Because ain't no way you sugarcoat that shit. I, I cheated on her while, not while she was pregnant, but after the fact. Well, it was still in the stages of her having my daughter. And like she was still in the healing process when I did my dirt, which was in November. So, and yes, I felt bad about it. Not because I got caught, because I didn't get caught until after the fact. Like, crazy, right? Like, I could have, I could have kept my mouth closed, even though eventually I would have said something. But the woman who I was with, I was doing the dirt with her, she had had a vendetta against Angel the whole time. So it was like she had had her, she had her uh, intentions, her ill intentions, and I was just a pawn in her chest skin. Even though I like, I could have stopped it, but I didn't. But still, I did my dirt. I apologized for it. Like, like I said, I'm not the perfect person, and this wasn't the first time I cheated. This is and me cheating was all coming from something else that I mentioned in the first episode of this. But yes, she Angel forgave me. Uh, that's, I, I, I don't even know how to put this, honestly, because, I like, I fucked up. Any man who ever cheated and they love their girl, like, when men cheat, I don't think we cheat because we don't love our, 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 our lady our, or our woman. I think it's just a testosterone thing. Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> Me and Angel have these conversations all the time, like, and I'm comfortable with this kind, con- like, having a conversation and saying what I did because, like, I tell her, cheating is is not the worst that could happen in a relationship. Yes, it's fucked up. No, you shouldn't do it, but it's not the worst thing that could happen. Like, I've been through a whole bunch of shit with my ex-wife. Like, when she cheated, like, I forgave her for what she did, but it was the disrespect that she did. Like, she had the nigga driving my car. She spending my money on this nigga. Like, for real, like, you could cheat on me. No, you can't cheat on me. I'm just saying, like, if you cheat on me, don't disrespect me while you're doing it. Like, for real, keep that shit secret. Like, for real, because I ain't gonna say everybody cheats, but cheating is not the worst thing you can do. And I'm not justifying being a cheater, but it happens all the time. And like I said, I asked for forgiveness. Like I did everything I could. Me doing this podcast is is just letting her know. Like I'm apologizing to you 
on a, like a national level because everybody's going to hear this podcast. And I've grown. Like I'm, I'm not that same person as I was last year or even earlier this year. Like I seriously had a fucking spiritual awakening, and it changed my whole mindset on a whole bunch of other shit. Like I had to realize who I was, why I was doing the things that I did. And how could I change those things? But back to the story. Yes, I was, 2017 was a fucked up year for me. It was, I was being very deceitful to, towards the woman I loved. And I never meant to. Like, I never thought the way she would find it out would be the way she found out. Like, I thought I was going to be able to apologize or just confess. Like, before we got married. Like, just, just let it all out. But no, the universe had another plan. Because, like I said, the woman who I was cheating on my fiance with was, she had already had vendetta towards Angel from something in high school. Like, she was jealous on her from high school. We all went to high school together. Mind you, I didn't talk to nobody, Angel or the other girl. She just came in out, 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 out the blue, basically. I ain't gonna say out the blue, but she just came out of nowhere. And... The way she leaked everything, it was she was leaking things in bits and pieces. Like she wasn't saying I had cheated on him. I think she was just trying to. She was sending emails. She was sending social media messages, like DM my girl. Like I don't know what she was doing it because Angel wasn't telling me directly what was going on, and I was trying to deny it for so long. Like I was, I denied that shit. Like Shaggy, it wasn't me. Like until, like. The girl slipped up and like said something. Uh, when I knew who it was, like I knew who it was when she said something. I can't remember what it was, but that's when I was like, "Oh shit, I'm caught!" And I had to really tell everything I did. Like, and that conversation was—it was a hard conversation, but it had to happen. And thank the universe, she didn't leave me because. Any other person, yeah, they would have been out. But no, she stayed with me because she believes in me. Hopefully she continues to believe in me because, like I said, I'm not that same person I was a year ago or even six months ago. But we got over it. And like I said, I'm not the, I'm not the perfect man. I have my, my faults. I still mess up to this day. I don't be cheating, but I still mess up to this day because I am a man. I'm working on myself. One day I'm gonna be that perfect man for her, and she's gonna see it was all meant, like it all happened for a reason. And we're gonna be able to sit back and laugh about it. Hopefully, she don't <laughs> like she don't cheat on me back because nobody wants that to happen. But if she does, if she, if that ever happened, like I understand it's my karma because I do believe in karma. And I'm prepared for it. I'm built for this. I've already been through a whole bunch of other shit. But what I had to realize is all this stuff all the, I was doing to the women that I said I love, it happened because I didn't get the love that I was supposed to get growing up. When I was first born, no, before I even got to three years old, I had got took away from my parents. So... My mom, my dad portrayed me then because they was on drugs. 
Like they wasn't taking care of me like they should have been because if they did, none of this shit would have happened. So that was the first instance. Second, I'm in an orphanage. Third, I'm in foster care with white people who's bleaching my face, me and CJ's face. Then I finally get close to my grandma and I'm staying with her best friend and her daughter is basically raping me. Basically, if you look at the big picture, she wasn't like, how can I put it? Because I don't want this to sound so harsh than what it is. Like, even though it's harsh when you really look at it, to me at the time, like, I, did, I was okay with it. But, mentally that fucked me up. And I didn't know because I just put it in the back of my head and forgot about it. But you can't just forget about things. You have to forgive people. You got to let it go. You got to talk about it. And the only reason I'm able to talk about it now is because I had to talk to a psychic. And a lot of people are like, a psychic? What you doing talking to a psychic? Well, psychics are real. Like some of them are meant, they're like, they just like counselors. Expensive counselors or therapists. So, he told me to repeat everything that I remember from my past so he could figure out the problem that it was. And once I let him know, I realized that, like, I didn't even need him once I, like, remembered everything that had happened to me. Like, I didn't even need the nigga no more. Because I'm like, oh, shit, that's what it was. I was holding on to everything that happened to me from my grandma, Gigi, like, just Shit that you're not supposed to go through as a kid, I've been through, and that I held all of that in. Like, I became a shy, timid person because so much had happened to me. I couldn't trust anybody. From my ex, like, the people who supposed to love me never gave me that love. Never gave me that love. I can't remember the last time, besides my mom and Angel, I can't remember the last time I really felt love by somebody. Grandma, sister, brother, like, just, just me being honest. Like, I just can't remember the last time I really felt that love from anybody. And I realized, like, I have a journey to go through. This journey ain't meant to be, I don't need to be loved by anyone because I gotta love myself first. I never was loving myself because I was worried about whatever everybody else felt about me. Like, I was forgetting to take care of myself this whole time. I'm holding on baggage. And I should have let that shit go years ago. Because it really affected me in every single last one of my relationships. From the, the first baby mama to the second ex-wife. Well, not second ex-wife. Because I only got one ex-wife. But that was the second relationship. And then to now. Like, I betrayed Angel because of some shit that happened to me when I was a kid and I never let go Lord, I never spoke to no one about it and when I did they just laughed but once I realized this and this all happened in like September like when I talked to the psychic that's when everything made completely sense that's when I was able to like I didn't start my podcast then but that's when I made the intention to to speak like I want to get my story out because there's so many other people who been through what I've been through. You know how many boys or men that have been through what I've been through and they can't say anything and it's affecting them? Like it happened to a lot of boys and they're scared to say something because it's going to make them feel less of a man. No, fuck that. Tell your story so you can help somebody else. 
that just reminds me of when uh, just a couple of days ago, me and Angel and the kids went to her, her auntie's birthday party, and her kids, the her my fiance's auntie's kids, were speaking about her. And her son, I don't want to put his business out there, but he couldn't tell a story about his mom because they were all so personal. And I'm, I'm like, bro, just tell your story. Don't be scared. You're in front of all your family and friends. And you still can't tell your story? Like, you shouldn't be afraid. Because if you read some of the, like, the movie, or not, if you don't read movies, but if you read some of the books that eventually become movies, it's someone else's story. Don't be afraid because you could make a million dollars by that story. Or J.K. Rowling told her story and she made a billion. She's a billionaire from telling her story, even though it's not... Even though that story is a fictional story, but she she came up, she created that story. Just tell your story. That's why I got this podcast because it was at a point in time where I couldn't say nothing to nobody. I was afraid to. I was really afraid to speak because I didn't want people to look at me less. But now, fuck what they think because I create my reality and I'm the leader of my own life. I walk my own path. How can someone tell you how to live your life if they got their own life to live? That's like being on a highway driving and somebody is in the other lane and they're telling you how to drive without focusing on the road. So I don't focus on nobody but me and my family, who I can, not who I can control, but who, who's around me, who's under my, my wing, who's in my family tree, basically. I don't focus on who's ahead of me, on the side of me, behind me. I'm only focusing on myself. Because life isn't a race, it's a marathon. You may get what you you may get the riches now, but is it gonna sustain you for later? I don't even know why I said that, but I said it. So I only focus on me. I don't focus on what other people say to me or how they feel about me because it's just your perception. And I'm just a character in your movie. So you can perceive how I am as much as you want. But that's not me. That's not who I am. I got my own story. I write my own biography. I don't need somebody to tell me who I am. I know who I am. Do you know who you are? That's what this is about, really. Do you really know who you are? Because if you did, you wouldn't be sitting here talking about what I'm saying on my podcast. If that's the case, go start your own podcast. Or go start your own YouTube channel. Like, for real. That, that, that was the only reason I started a YouTube. Because everybody else was telling me that's what I needed to do. I'm like, oh, your brother's made it. You should do it too. But, that's them. They can do that. That was meant for them. It ain't meant for me. Because if it was, I would have been blew up on YouTube. Without even posting videos. If that was the case, if YouTube was meant for me, I would have been had a million some subscribers. But it's not. I don't even care for YouTube. I, this podcast is what I look forward to. I don't look forward to nothing else. Well, I do look forward to some things else. But as far as this, well, my path, my podcast is what I'm focused on now. Can't nobody tell me what I should speak on. Because they're not doing it. This is not their lane. Stay in your lane so you don't crash. I got this. I'm going to go at my own pace. I'm going to do what I want to do. 
And if I want to exit off this ramp and take a detour, I'm going to do that. Because this is my life. This is what I want to do. I create my reality. So do you. So people, don't focus on what people, other people think of you. Because they don't have shit they self. You look at all these celebrities. Like they don't have, that shit be given to them. It be costumes they be wearing. Like they really not rich. Like so I never give up I never focus on somebody else, what they got going on, because that don't work for me. Like I really have my own life to live. There's nothing you can tell me. That's why I don't go to church. I don't follow a religion. I'm just me. Because when you're you, everything works out. When you're doing what you want to do, everything goes exactly how you want it to go. People used to say, oh, you you should become a dealer. And I became a dealer. But then I like it? Hell no. I was just doing it because they said, yeah, you can make a lot of money. Oh, and CJ did it. So I'm like, well, if my brother can do it, I can do it. Like I was always following what he could do. But even though I did it and I was successful at it, it was never a passion for me. Somebody probably told my brother to become a dealer. Like, so he was following somebody else, really. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that could be the fact or that could be the case. But that's why I'm doing things my way. Because at the end of the day, you lay in your bed. You're the only one who put on your clothes. Like, for you the only one who lived your life. And you, and you letting somebody else tell you how to live it, you're wrong. How are you going to let somebody else control where you go or dictate your life? That's being in prison. That's being in jail. Even though you're free, you're still doing everything what everybody else tells you to do. That's why I don't work a 9 to 5. I realize it today. I'm like, your job has goals. And you have to accomplish those goals. But you don't have goals. Like, how can you accomplish someone else's goals and make them money and you're not working on yourself? Like, for real, fuck a nine to five. Un- unless, unless you're doing something you really love to do, then it's different because that nine to five becomes fun. Then you, like, if you really love something you're doing, it don't matter if it's a nine to five or you're an entrepreneur or you're an investor. Like, it don't matter really. If you're doing what you really love to do, I'm just saying from my point of view, a nine to five was not for me. Being in a church was not for me because they wasn't teaching me right. Like, being a dealer was not for me. Being on YouTube was not for me. Like, and if any of those things had to work for me, then I would have been stuck doing something I didn't love. So, if y'all don't take anything else from my podcast, take this. Walk your own path. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and what you can't do. You limit your own ability. Nobody else does. Only you. Let go of the past or whatever is. If you have something that's secret to you and you afraid to be exposed by it, expose it yourself. Because guess what? Can't nobody come and say, oh, Kenneth is a cheater. You're right. I, I, I told you myself what I did. Like, you can't shame me for something I did and I know, like... She is already forgiving me, so I don't give a fuck what nobody else say or do. Because that just means my name is in your mouth. You're focused on me. Your energy is coming towards me, whether you like it or not. 
whether it's negative or positive. I'm gonna use it all for positive energy, but don't focus on me. Focus on yourself. And for those that join my podcast for positive reasons, like looking for information to better yourself, I applaud you. I thank you. But for those who come here to, to talk negative about me, nigga, fuck you. I don't give a fuck who you are. Fuck you. Because you just came to send me negative energy. Because I get everything you people say about me that's negative or positive, it comes back to me eventually. It always does. So just be careful because the same shit you send out is going to come to you. Everything. That's that. And that's what leads me till today. I really had to go through a spiritual awakening. And I'm glad it happened this year. Because this year was a rough year. And I feel like this year was like all my karma for what I did in 2017. So I was cool with that. Like all the negative shit that happened. Like everything. Like um, I accept the fact that I was did some fucked up shit in 2017. In 2018. Like it kicked my ass. But guess what? I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. It just came with some bullshit. And I understood that. Like when you... That's one thing you got to do. You need to understand the consequences of which of your actions. If you don't understand the consequences, you shouldn't be doing nothing. But me, I understand. I understand everything now. Everything is clear. I analyze every situation, whether it's a negative situation or positive. I analyze everything. But I'm not going to hold y'all this today long. Uh, I, I'm actually deciding to do my podcast two days out of the week. I'm going to do them on Sundays and Wednesdays because I love doing my podcast so much and I'd be hating to wait seven days to do a podcast. But I hope y'all take everything I said and y'all run with it in a, a positive direction. Like, Do you. Don't let nobody dictate what you got going on. For real. Because they're going to tell you everything they're not doing. Like, I had this conversation with my mom yesterday. And she told me the worst thing she did was move to Milwaukee. And the only reason she moved to Milwaukee was because my grandma told her she can get on welfare. Like, she ain't got to work that hard. Like, the government was going to take care of her. But my grandma wasn't on welfare. Like, how could you tell my mom to move from Atlanta to Milwaukee, someplace she's never been, she's never heard of, and expect her to be prosperous? Like, that was the whole agenda for to tear black families up. Get on welfare, because when you on welfare, you can't be married. Like, so the household is already split when you're on welfare or when you're on government assistance. So my grandma sent my mom down the wrong path. And I told my mom, I'm like, how could you listen to her when she ain't did that? If it was that easy, why didn't you do it? So you can show me what you what you did. Don't just leave me and tell me I need to do something and you ain't did it. Because in the end, you just fucked up everything I got going on. When my mom to moved to Milwaukee, I don't know if she, was on, she did drugs before that or after. And let me be clear. My mom is not on drugs today. <laughs> like, the, all my stories is from the past. 
So everything I'm don't be looking at my mom like she like a crackhead or something. No, everybody grew, everybody grows, and if you don't grow, then that's your problem. That ain't my problem. But my mom has she's a different person today. I hope you're hearing this, mom. But you, I just know I love you. I forgive you for everything that you put me through. I know it wasn't done intentionally, but still, I forgive you. My grandma, I forgive you, but yeah. Anyways, once my mom moved to Milwaukee, that's when she said her life changed drastically. She went down. And you know what's funny? The same time she moved to Milwaukee was the same time I went through my bad stages. So it's like a circle happened. When she went through, I went through. But I was able to become prosperous out of it. Like, I use everything that I went through as an advantage. Advantage. Everything I learned, negative or positive, like, was meant for me to learn. Like, everything. Like, because now I know I create my reality. Every situation I created before, I just didn't know. Or oh, I didn't realize it. But I, I've always been creating everything. Whether it was because I was thinking negative about a situation... And some negative shit came right after. Well, I thought positive about a situation and positive things happened. Now, I just focus on thinking positive. Even though negative shit happens, I still focus on the positive. Because life is yin and yang. You got the good and you got the bad. I just know how to deal with everything. And that's what y'all need to learn how to deal with. But, like I said, my mom told me the reason she had moved to Milwaukee. And I'm like... That's crazy because I was just listening to something. They said that's why the black family was tore apart. They got them on government assistance. They got the women on food stamps. They told the women she could be independent. They told women they didn't need a man. Like, that's everything that is going on today. I grew up in a household where there was no men at all. No men in the house. Like, my grandma had a husband, but he didn't live there. Like, he rarely came by. <laughs> like, and she... She was cheating on him. Like, what the fuck? I remember one day, his name was Stanley Mitchell. That's my granddad's name. And that dude, my grandma was cheating on, name was Kenny Moe. This nigga was skinny. Like, I don't know why I'm telling this story, but this shit is funny. And I think it was a Sunday. Because I remember us being all outside. Me and my friends, Leroy, everybody was outside. And Stanley pulled up. My grandpa Stanley pulled up. And she, and he seen my grandma's side dude, Kenny Mo. This nigga was about. He pulled out. Like, I don't know what kind of gun it was. It was a big ass gun. I think it was a four or five. But this was, it was like 13, 14. He seen Kenny Mo. He grabbed him, pulled his gun out. He was about to blow his brains out. My grandma came out the house crying and running and shit. Like, oh no, Kenny and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? This is your situation. You made this shit happen. And I don't even see what she's seen in Kenny Moe. Anyway, that nigga was a crackhead to me. Boy, that's what I've seen as a kid. Like, for real. Like, my grandma had a bad choice of men, so I don't know how the fuck she can tell people what they need to do in their life when she ain't the perfect person. And I'm not saying this to shit on my grandma, but it's just like my story. This is things I remember, I see. And whether you like it or not, this is my story. So whether it's positive or negative, I just hope y'all take the positive. Y'all, I hope y'all take the negative so y'all just know who I am. Because I am the way I am for a reason. I've been through a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of things. But I've grown. I've come to believe like all of it happened for a reason. And 
that concludes this episode. This is 2247 Wisconsin Street, part three. This I won't be doing this anymore. Next Sunday, I'm going to be coming with some positive law of attraction, like creating your reality. I'm going to just speak, focus on the present moment. Fuck the past, because in the end, you can't bring back the past. Like Most of our days, you focus on shit that already happened to you. Like most of your problems are past problems. They don't. They're not something that hap- is coming to you. They're something that already happened. Like my homeboy Eddie, buddy. Shout out to you, bro. I love you, bro. Stay. Keep doing your thing because I see the direction you're going. Like for real, my nigga Piggy, Rajon Reed. I see you, bro. Shout out to you, bro. No, no hating over here. Like I want us to all grow, be prosperous in life, bro. For real, like. The people I grew up with, we, we coming up. It's our year, 2019 is our year. Watch, I'm about to take this shit up. Like, we taking over. Well, I'm taking over, y'all can come with me or whatever, I don't know. But I just see my homeboys who I, in my group chat, I see them doing great things. I want us all to be prosperous in life. I don't hate on nobody. Why hate when you can just have your friends up there with you? Like, don't you want your friends to have money with you? So when y'all go out, ain't one person buying a bottle? When y'all can have multiple people who buy bottles, that's more bottles. Less money being spent. So, I always apply groups, like friends that are groups, and they all successful. Because you can't be that one successful successful people person in your circle. It don't work like that. You hang around four broke people, you're going to be the fifth. Because eventually... You're going to be spending all your money taking care of them, and you're going to be broke, and then y'all all going to be broke. But if y'all all get money together, if you so happen to fall off, you can borrow money from your homeboys, and you can get back up. Like, that's what it's all about. It's not about being the top dog. No, everybody's supposed to be on the same level. Everybody. And if you don't want it, then okay. But shit, my home, my niggas, my homeboys, nigga, I want y'all to succeed. Like, I wish nothing but the best from every, everybody. But it's our time. Well, it's my time. Next year, 2019, it's, it's, it's all me. I'm not waiting on nobody. If you ain't fuck with me now, don't fuck with me later. Like, because I already got my, my people set out. Like, I already know who, who I'm going to put in position for what. I already seen it. I already got it mapped out. I got the plan set out. So I don't be trying to come. Like don't, like, don't try to come now. Because I realize that on Facebook, people don't really fuck with me. When I say some, some positive, or I'm trying to open your eyes, people don't gravitate to that. They don't like my shit. But when I'm being funny or talking shit, I get hella likes and, and comments. Like, what the fuck? How does that work? I mean, I know how it works, but still, that shouldn't be the case. And to my friends, like, I see y'all, man. We gonna make this shit happen. 2019, we on the way. I love y'all. Peace. Hope y'all stayed this long and listened to this podcast. Like I said, this was the last episode of this series. We're going to go back to the original scheduled program of Positive Minds Only Podcast. Peace.